feeling of i am not so good enough some refer to it as the imposter syndrome um is quite common you know when people are going through transitions and they're trying out new things knowing that it is really a start of a new year we are trying to achieve things with, that we failed upon in the previous year we are trying to um improve our skills and our experiences and sometimes in the journey of doing that we do doubt ourselves and sometimes in the journey of transitioning into something new we are doubting our ability to be able to stay in that state or to even sustain ourselves in these new activities so i want to talk about this paradox of i am not so good enough because i feel like it's a paradox because it's a mixture of good and bad it's good sometimes to feel as if you're not good enough i believe that somewhere in our lives we we'll always feel short of something we always feel inadequate and we always feel as if we could do better i know that this feeling i always have whenever i walked out of an exam room you kind of look at the paper and have reflections of the things that you've studied and the things that you've could have written way better in the exam room and this also happens when i walk out of a a room where i've been interviewed for a possible job where sometimes i reflect on certain questions that i don't feel that i answered adequately and sometimes you sit there and you think that i could have said this i could have put it in this way because we are just having flashbacks of thinking that what we've produced is not good enough so it's quite normal for us to get into that space i know that there are people who fall into a spectrum of getting into an excessive state or an excessive state of mind where they think they are just not good enough and sometimes we get in the state after we've reviewed our possible abilities our possible you know how we could have scored better and sometimes we have that sense of inadequacy so i want us to talk a bit about this paradox because i believe this is a paradox which has go both the mixtures of good and bad it's good sometimes to feel as if you're not good enough because it gives you an urge and a motivation to do better but sometimes this can be crippling if you live in the state of mind in an extended period of time i think what strike an interest in me to talk about this is that i know it's a widely spoken of topic where we talk about an imposter syndrome um how people should overcome what are the signs and when you actually read about imposter syndrome you get to see that these are quite normal symptoms that any normal person has in any given day you know the feeling of um i've not given enough i'm not enough these are things that we generally feel sometimes in our relationships we feel these things in our work we feel these things at school because sometimes we are not conditioned to always give 100% there are certain things where giving 70% is just enough and it's good enough and what i'd like to reflect on is that even those interviews where i thought i was not good enough you find that the panel is actually quite impressed so sometimes these things are things that we have inhibited internally and these are voices that sometimes speak to us and they cripple us and sometimes these are things that are enforced by our environments sometimes we overhear negative things about our abilities negative things about our beings and then we 
gets into a state of condition to think that that is the state of who we are but we all have our wins we all have our downfalls but it is very important to look at our wins and at our downfalls with a very balanced view because we need to understand people never want to know or people never want to accept that you are not perfect sometimes you'll not be good at work because you were sick sometimes you may not perform better or sometimes you may not be as good as you were last year because there are certain things that have disturbed you along the way there are certain things that have altered you know your ability to perform it at that level that doesn't mean that is who you are that doesn't mean that is a reflection of your ability because you know when you excel how it is but you know when things are not going well how it is so sometimes we need to have a sense of sympathy upon ourselves and not to be hard upon ourselves so i read an article that actually categorized these imposter syndromes these state of feeling that i'm not good enough it was broken up into five basic types of syndromes and basic types of ways in which you can look at the imposter syndrome so this was more of an article um, written by psychologists because imposter syndrome has been seen or categorized to belong to a sect of a social anxiety disorder because when it does get out of hand it does emerge as a social anxiety disorder but I just want to get into the five basic types that they broke them up into which I found very interesting and I just wanted to reflect on. So the first type they say, they say is the, f the perfectionist, you know. This type of imposter syndrome involves believing that unless you are absolutely perfect, you could have done better. So we do have people who are named as perfectionists. Um, to a certain degree, I have been told that I'm a perfectionist. But sometimes what we don't understand is that these traits can be crippling because we don't want to understand the reality and sometimes we can be superficial about our expectations. So being a perfectionist can cripple you when you do not understand the boundaries, when you do not understand the limitations, when you do not understand how far that you can go. It's good to want things to be at a certain quality. It is good to want things to be at a certain pace but we also need to understand that we don't live on a continuum of just you know some person made an example to say when you're driving from Durban as I'm a Durban girl to Johannesburg for example you cannot just drive at one speed until you get there because there are stops you know there are robots along the way there are things that slow you down along the way so even the journey of life, it's like that. It's not just a one-way road where it's just always achieving 100% in everything that you do. And sometimes in the mind of a perfectionist, life is supposed to be like that. And when life does not become like that, it frustrates the plan of a perfectionist. And this then in turn becomes a sense of an imposter syndrome because we are not matching up what is possible against reality. 
So the second type is the expert. So the expert feels like an imposter because they don't know everything there is to know about a particular subject or, top or topic or they haven't mastered every step in a process because there's more for them to learn. They don't feel as if they've reached the rank of an expert. So this is also an overly used and abused word you know and sometimes a person is referred to an expert in economics and expert in x y and z we believe that they have to know everything there is to know but in life we are forever learning in life there are always new things that are creeping in so an, an expert is a person who who always feel like just because they do not know what's going on in the market now for example they lose their credibility of being an expert in whatever area that they've been deemed an expert, which is not necessarily true. You're not an expert just because you know everything. You're an expert because you have proven a sense of skill and knowledge that actually puts you into that rank of being an expert. So the third one is the natural genius. So this type of imposter syndrome um, you feel like a fraud simply because you don't believe that you are naturally intelligent or competent. And if you don't get something right the first time or it takes you longer to master skill, you feel like an imposter. So this normally happens with those people who are normally called geniuses. You know, the type of people who do not learn or study for their maths test and they could easily crack a 70% and you have to learn like two to three days and prepare for a maths test and still get something lower. You know, being in this continuum again is quite detrimental because you need to understand that certain things do take longer you know, to master. And when you are naturally gifted at something, obviously it means that you do not need to spend as much time in trying to master that skill than a person who's not naturally gifted. So, so it does not mean that if you are not naturally gifted in something, you cannot acquire the skill. It does not mean that you have to be born with a natural gift in order for you to be able to actually um, perform at the level that you want to. But we need to understand that certain skills are also learned. Um, and the, the fourth one is the soliest. Soliest come from the word solo. You know, the type of people who feel like imposters because they had to reach out for help to reach a certain level. You know, the type of independent people so they believe that they couldn't get there on their own it questions their sense of competence and ability it's very important to, in life to understand there are certain things and there are certain roads that you have to walk alone there are certain roads that you have to walk with other people um, this is my personal motto is that I always believe that there are certain people who are more gifted than I am there are certain people who have more skills than I do but you find that they are not where I am this is not just this is not only because of my abilities, but sometimes it's also important to understand that there are certain people who have played a role in order for you to be where you are. There are certain people who have made recommendations in order for you to be where you are. So certain people are skilled, gifted, and they don't have that opportunity to be recommended for something. But that does not mean they are not gifted. It's just that they've not yet found a platform. They've not yet been seen because they've not yet worked with people who are able to recommend them. So it's very important to understand that 
to get success you don't need to actually walk alone but this is also teamwork and this does um recommendation does play a, a a very important role because it just proves that you're not a fraud and there are people who are able to attest to you this is the same as referencing when you're applying for a job you have a set of references in your curriculum vitae and people will have to attest about who you are and your character who you are at work and your abilities so somewhere somehow someone has to talk about you and someone has to actually um, put that red mark to say you are authenticated for the next role in your life so it's very important to understand that not everything has to be done alone now the last one is the super person so this type of imposter syndrome involves believing that you must be the hardest worker or reach the highest level of achievement possible and if you don't you are a fraud against the again these are type of you know measures we put ourselves against sometimes they're superficial because um what how can you quantify working hard how do you quantify the highest level of achievement some of these things they are superficial when they are taken into other contexts because we can't quantify them so it's very important sometimes i've learned that there are certain spaces where you need to work hard and there are certain spaces where you need to work smart sometimes working hard does not translate into working smart so it's very important for us to understand that it's not about feeling um the sweat and the toil all the time it's also about being cognitive about what you're trying to do certain things need you to think a bit further and certain things may need you to sweat but it's not everything in life that you're going to get through sweat and it's not everyone who's made it in life because they've made it through sweat some people have just managed to work smarter so they get ahead very faster so um those are the five types of imposter syndromes that i actually got to review and got to talk about and also get to share with all of you just to think about them so we i don't want to get into the causes because i covered that quite earlier in the intro of the podcast but i do want us to look at the paradox before i get into my space of closing this up as i don't want this to be quite a long one so from me um it's very important you know to to be realistic um and life really does teach us through experiences um how to navigate life and how to cope with certain things that we feel inadequate about and it's very important not to camp in a negative space and not to camp only in a positive space because once you think that you are good too good just because you've achieved one thing it closes that opportunity or that need for you to see um the need to improve your skills when you camp too much on the negative side of the things that you are unable to achieve it brings a blockhead for you to actually see the possibility of being able to achieve those things that you deem in your mind unachievable so we need to understand that we we feel like imposters because we have had a certain level of degree of success in our lives and 
because we know what that success looks like whenever we're not hitting that mark of success we get into a mode of i am not good enough we get into a mode of saying um this was just probably one um instance of luck i'm just not good at this we need to look at our achievements in a very balanced way and be grateful for certain things we've we've managed to accomplish and also importantly to learn from the things that we did not manage to accomplish i know it's not very nice to learn from our failures but our failures are our stepping stone in order for us to reach our achievements so it's important when you are trying to establish something new to assess your abilities um to take baby steps and everything that you are doing to have other people that you can bounce the thoughts with and not to walk alone i know it's very good and commendable to be an independent person but certain things um they are better shared because four eyes are better than one pair of eyes so it's also important not to measure yourself against another person because you do not know what that person needed to do to be where they are and sometimes our route in life will not take the same same turn as another person's route there, there are people who will achieve their goals in life way quicker than you and there are people who will not achieve their goals in life way quicker so it's very important to live your life authentically and to live your life in a very positive way and to take it at the pace that your life has been set to take and also to learn in the process there's one thing that i've once said to a friend who was um, dreaming about having all these financial gains and having loads of money and what i said to this person is that it's very important at the waiting space to prepare yourself for that state because it's one thing to accumulate wealth and it's another to stay wealthy some other people find it easy to accumulate wealth but it's very difficult to stay wealthy because it takes a lot of character it takes a lot of financial literacy it takes a lot of self-control it takes a lot of things that people do not prepare themselves for and that is why we have a lot of shows that shows people how they blow one million in a week how they blow two million in a month because people are able to get rich quickly but from that richness they drop back to being poor because there are no skills there's no character that is put in place for people to remain in that state so it's very important to learn from your failures because your failures do aid aid you to remain in that space of success in that space of um always performing better so with that being said i just want this to be a point of reflection for you to think about the things that you think that you are not good at and to compare yourself against yourself and to look at the things that you've achieved look at all your circumstances look at all the things that were impossible for you to be where you are and i want you to have a sense of gratitude because i don't want this podcast to be um or this specific episode to be a point where 
you are comparing yourself to other people and saying, oh, my peers are there, but your life is not the same as your peers and your life is not crafted to be the same as your peers. But I want you to instead turn that feeling into a feeling of gratitude to see um, your wins and actually to learn to celebrate your big wins and to actually take baby steps in the things that you are trying to achieve. So with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in and I'll be out and I'll be back again with more and there is an episode that I'm trying to work on that will be out very, very soon. So thank you so much for supporting us and I'm out.